Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Matty Rendell, uh, it's always a pleasure to be joined by the two-time All-Australian Ruckman, the list manager and recruiter extraordinaire. Matty, hello, mate. Good day, Sammy. How you going, mate? Yeah, good. What a round 23. Oh, Could we have asked for more? All that I could say was, wow. Yep. What a great finish to the home away season. Sammy, I, yesterday I'm watching that Carlton-Collingwood game, and geez, it was tense. I mean, it was tense from go to woe. You could... The, Spectators were tense. I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm got. I've got my. I've got no real attachment. I've got attachment to obviously Collingwood because I, you know, I helped pick all the players playing there. But uh, I found myself really, my whole body tense, and I've gone. What am I doing? Relax a bit, you know. Relax your body. But the whole game was just a tense fest. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if uh, you got the same feeling, but. Um, I found myself, you know, fist clenched, arms tight, legs tight, watching a game of footy. Uh, it, was, it was compelling viewing, and what a great end of the season. I mean, Carlton people think not, but... The, uh, well, that's you, the thing about Collingwood, though, Matty. That's the thing about Collingwood, though. Every game in the back half of the year has essentially been the cliffhanger. So you do, when you're watching a TV series, sometimes there's a lull in the couple of episodes that lead up to the big cliffhanger. They're doing cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger. Well, well the only lull we had was against the Swans. But, yeah. Um, um, yeah, look, oh, we, we won't see another season like that ever again. No. In the history of footy. It couldn't be possible. It could happen again with someone. So, um, look... Yeah, great end. I mean, the sad day wasn't flash. Some of those teams checked out that uh, weren't going to make the finals. And the teams that are in the finals, you know, uh, really tuned up for the finals, I thought. But uh, some of them weren't watchable. They've been watchable all year. Nearly every game has been watchable. Had something in it for someone. But uh, the sad day in particular wasn't very good. Brisbane just absolutely bamboozled me. Um, I, I was trying to... I said to people... I can't believe that's the same team I saw against Carlton come out with massive intensity. They had zero intensity. Oh, I don't know what's going on there, but, but you know they've been them and the Saints have been like that all year, really. The Saints, particularly second half of the year, um, just their uh, fluctuation in effort is um, really would be really frustrating for their supporters. Do, do you are you concerned? I was mentioned before that they're now the tenth ranked defence in terms of points against. But Chris Fagan was trying to get his head around it after the game. If you just looked at the stats without looking at the score, you'd think that it was a Brisbane win based off the numbers. But then you look at the score and go, Ooh. we've had plus, was it, you know, plus seven uh, inside 50s or... Um, yeah. Yet, yet you've yet, yet you've you've been done by 58 points. Or plus eight inside yeah. 50s, been done by 58 points. You've it, it didn't really make a lot of sense. They won centre clearance. They won intercept. They it just didn't mm. quite stack up. They had 28 front-half turnovers. They just couldn't kick a score. Melbourne's defence was brilliant. So are you looking at that going, going Melbourne are back or Brisbane oh. are in a bad way or both? No, I, I looked at it. I thought that Melbourne played how Melbourne want to play and, and, and haven't played really to their level of last year, end of last year, like they like they have in this game. But I just thought that they were allowed to play like that. I just thought that Brisbane uh, just weren't in the game mentally at all. 
Now, the biggest problem is that now this is uh, this is really interesting stuff. Well, I think it's interesting anyway, Sammy. But uh, I, I privy to some information uh, a little while ago that uh, Brisbane's GPS numbers are the second worst in the comp. So um, it was really noticeable halfway through the last quarter. Game's all over basically. They struck to the bench, the camera, and Choco was standing. Choco Williams was standing up there. And he is yelling at blokes to run. He said, run, 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 three times. So the camera was on him. And I've gone, I think that was, uh, I think the whole comp might be privy to those numbers and that Brisbane are in a lot of trouble because teams know that they, if they run on them, that they're in a lot of trouble. And um, and that's what, that's what they did. Melbourne ran on them. Um, so... I don't know if they're capable of it. I don't know what if they've stuffed up their pre-season. I couldn't really pick it watching on television. I could pick Essendon. Really poor pre-season and can't run, can't defend. So what happens if you have a poor pre-season, Sam, is that you can still attack okay, but you, where you, put, you put your effort into attack, but you don't put your effort into defending because it's, it's the hardest thing to do. Okay, so, so GWS were really poor all year. And Essendon were really poor all year. Port LA to a, a lesser extent, um, but couldn't win those close games that they won last year. So some clubs really messed up their pre-season. I couldn't really pick it with Brisbane, but their problem lies in the fact that they've got no running line breakers. They've got two players, Zorko and, and uh, Bailey. Um, they, 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 they're kickers, so they stand and deliver. Uh, Coleman... And rich in defence, the rest of their defenders, Starsevich, uh, um, Andrews, and the like, uh, Adams, don't run. Um, they haven't got great runners in the midfield. They're more inside contested players. Probably, or oh, maybe McCluggage is the best, and he's not great. And their forward line can get up the ground, like Hipwood and that, who can run. But they've they've got some real problems with their best twenty-two there about not having enough runners, and that's really going to hurt them. So, we sort of ride off Saturday, but just a word on Geelong. Um, does it feel like that, we're talking about movies and TV shows, there's always Ooh. that final scene, isn't there, in an action movie where the main character, it's been a, you know, he's taken a few bullets, he's been around for a while, you go into the last scene of the movie, it's the big shootout scene, and it feels like it's, it's now or never doesn't it? It feels like the last chance saloon. Like this is standing in the street. The, the, what do you the, call it? A, you reckon it's along a Bruce Willis or so? Well, <laughs> it, it could Die be a hard. Western. It could be a Western. <laughs> you, 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 it feels Clint like Clint it comes Clint. down to this for this current group. Clint Clint and, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, <laughs> good, the bad, the ugly. You know, Butch and Sundance. Otherwise, uh, it, otherwise uh, they're going to be like Shane and slumped over the horse and just walking I, off I into the sunset. That, I, think they, I think they've still got another year in them after this so but you know they finished clear on top oh they'd be nervous about playing Collingwood they would be so nervous I mean Collingwood kicked nine goals in a quarter on them and then they ended up being five goals down at three quarter time and getting up um, but they'll be so nervous playing Collingwood because as much as you you like uh, you know you know what Collingwood are going to do and all that uh, it's damn hard to stop when they get on a roll like that and just take the game on uh, so uh, they've still got another year in them, I think. They've done some things differently, and you know, I mean, I was on, you know, I was on World for 
a year and a half there, and I, 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 said, I said to Dwayne all the time, I said, they can't win anything, Dwayne, while they play this slow stop. Yeah, agreed. Uh, kick mark game. They cannot win anything. And the best thing that happened to uh, Melbourne last year, they got flocked by Port Adelaide in Adelaide, uh, playing that way, and Port took the game on, and then they got smashed by Melbourne in Perth, playing the stop start. And they've obviously gone to the pre-season and go, hey, we can't win anything playing this way and they change their whole game plan to go forward quicker and move the ball quicker and why wouldn't you with all the um, tools they got up in their forward line um, you know they've, they've got so many avenues and all of a sudden these blokes are looking like geniuses you know Cameron and, and uh, Hawkins but it's been great for Stengel as absolutely. well absolutely all Australian uh, squad uh, nomination for him too which is thoroughly yeah. well deserved what a you know what a what a redemption so, it's been for him. So that, that's been the change. Um, is basically they changed their game plan. That's all they did. Yeah, we got to move the ball quicker, and um, should we get bit, you know, a bit more vulnerable in defence? But um, their defence is so strong. So yeah, it's essentially theirs to lose. But they're a very mature group, and uh, you know I don't think they're going to lose anyone out of their out of their best twenty five or thirty. I think. I can't see a retirement coming there anywhere, um, and they're all in, and they're all playing pretty good footy, sir. So, just on the on this round, before I get your thoughts on what might unfold in yep. the finals, so Sydney could have jumped up in a second. St Kilda finished out the year relatively yep. strongly. They they made a fist of it, um, and and Sydney going to finals with. A pretty clean bill of health. Papley was um, subbed out with concussion. I think should get back within the twelve days. It'll be touch and go because I think that is the twelfth yeah, day. Be, be right. um, yeah. They are as exciting as any team in the competition with ball in yep. hand, precision kicking. They run. Their young players who they drafted uh, are doing everything that they hope that they would. Um, it, it's when you go through, and, and I always like to say, well, are they top four offense and are they top four defense? So the Lions are number one uh, offense, but they're number ten defense. Sydney are top four in both, so that would show yeah. you the games in really good order. And I'm trying to find a weakness for Sydney. No, the no, contest yeah. center clearance is where they struggle. Fifteenth in the comp. Whether they've got enough uh, dynamic players in the midfield uh, on playing on the G. Is only my little worry here. Uh, suits uh, SCG beautifully the way they are. So Rowbottom's basically replaced Kennedy. Uh, you got Mills playing full time in there, obviously Parker. Um, Papley's been running in there, and I can see why they were doing that because I think if we're going to play in the MCG uh, at the end of the year, we, we need someone like Papley who can break some lines in the midfield because they're a bit they're, they're a dower. Um, uh, competitive beasts in there and they need some run there uh, but the McCartan um, Paddy McCartan has been the bonus in defence and, and Rampy uh, Tom's been great the whole way through but Paddy coming in and shoring up uh, another tall spot and Rampy I think he missed a fair bit of last year and Rampy's in his best best form now and and the move to Blakey which happened uh, for Blakey happened mid last year I reckon to half back has been great so uh, they've got great balance everywhere. Buddy's dangerous as hell still. Yeah. Um, Heaney. Heaney's, Heaney's a star. Heaney's yep. benefiting from... So they changed their game style, and, and it might not have been as noticeable, but that, that game they played against Richmond where they got... where Hardwick bagged the hell out of them, 
uh, what was that? Not last year, the year before, before I think yep. it was. And um, I reckon they changed. They had a lot of injuries that year, Sam, but they changed their game after that to be more uh, entertaining and attacking. Uh, didn't really come to fruition that year because of how many players they had out. They had a lot. But uh, certainly last year they exploded in that area. Got the, probably the best young kids group of six or seven best young kids in the comp. Talking Gordon Blakey, um, Heaney's not young anymore, but um, uh, those type of players. Um, so no, they they can they can win it, Swannies. So, no doubt about that. My only issue is have they got enough uh, go ahead players in the midfield, or are they more uh, win it? ticket type players. So Matt Rendell, I want to ask you before we get on to, to next week, um, so we've got the, the, the top eight set and, and what a win for the for the year and for the competition that we didn't know it until the last siren of the last game of the last round. That's um, a season uh, to be happy about. That's how, that's what you want. You want it to come down to the, the, the final day of footy yep. and it certainly did. Um, the Western Bulldogs are the luckiest team in football that I can remember. Two weeks in a row, they, their season should have been over, but unfortunately Carlton weren't able to close out. <laughs> so I made the point before that Luke Sayers in the press conference last year when Michael Voss had just got off a plane, just put on a polo, and and I think... And Brian Cook, I think, was still on holidays um, and might have still yeah. even been a Geelong when they, and was asked, is finals a pass mark for next year? And he said, yes, that's the pass mark. And I said at the time, I think that was the wrong thing to say. That was throwing those two under the bus. They haven't had a chance to get their yep. feet under the desk, look at the list. Does that fit the game style we want to play? These are two guys that know about winning premierships. If you was to be asked that question again, is, is the season a failure or is it a pass? What do you think his answer should be? Oh, I think it's a pass. Um, look, same here. I still, you know, I had them in the A, but um, uh, look, they were in there for twenty-two weeks <laughs> and blew it at the end. Um, uh, leadership question mark. Okay, some of these other blokes need to stand up um, with the footy now. Small so than than effort. Effort's been huge all year. Had to, to deal with some injury problems, but. Um, uh, Weedering's got to be better in defence there, and 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 Sard and Williams, high paid players. Uh, Kuno McKay got to be better in the forward line. Like their their issue is uh, too reliant on those two blokes. Uh, they need um, a really good small forward. Durden's okay, but they need another one. Um, and um, twenty one uh, got from from the Gold Coast has been really disappointing playing in the forward line. Oh, I forgot his name. Um, Jack Martin. Uh, Jack Martin. Uh, really disappointing, I think, this year, and they need something else in that forward line. It's not dynamic enough, and if you can cut out the two big tools, mm. uh, they really haven't got too many other scoring avenues. So I like Jesse I Motlop. Give, I, give I, I think Jesse Motlop could be that. I think he could yeah, be yeah. that dynamic player. He's only yeah. his first year, so we'll wait and see. Hey, I don't have a heap of time yeah, left, Matty. So, probably didn't kick enough goals. But yeah, 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 we great. don't have enough time. Left. I want to look at next week. Um, so let's just quickly go through. So Brisbane and Richmond uh, at the Gabba. Um, I know that Brisbane have beaten Richmond in the last two times at the Gabba, but they've lost their last two against Richmond. And a couple of weeks ago, they led them back from um, just a place that they shouldn't yeah. have been able to come back from. And um, I think they've won two games out of maybe 19 against um, Richmond uh, over the journey uh, of recent years. So yep. quick expectation on that one. Oh, I think Richmond will get them. Um, they'll have to do something really clever to, to knock them off. Uh, they look prime, Richmond. 
I disagree with you about Swans on the MCG. They beat Melbourne there earlier in the year, and I think just the way... I think the bigger space... I know they love Sydney with the small space, but I actually think the way they run the footy on the big space won't be an issue for them. Um, And I I think this game's going to be really, really tight. I think it's going to be really tight with Melbourne and, and Sydney. Uh, yeah, just really like Melbourne's defence. Um, yep. It looked like it's got back to its best. Uh, they've got all the numbers, you know, the same players again. Uh, although they didn't, so I assume it comes back in. But um, no, their defence looks strong. I just uh, well, they're going to hold Buddy Heaney. Uh, Reed is in good form too, so they sort of got them reasonably covered there. Um, and Papley's a handful. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be really tight, but I'd, I'd go for Melbourne, yep. I don't fully trust that they've fixed their forward connectivity issues, Melbourne. So um, No, uh, I, I, agree, I agree with you there, totally. Uh, Geelong and Collingwood at the MCG, Saturday Arvo. Mm. Oh, God, well, you're probably going to go Geelong, but um, I, I'm probably going <laughs> to go Geelong. Yeah. But damn nervous. I mean, aren't they stiff? You, you, they finish on top, clear on top, and they get to play... Collingwood in a final and Collingwood's home ground. Yeah. Oh, gold, isn't it? Oh, that's a conversation for another <laughs> yeah. day, but I agree with you on that. It seems yep. that that's no benefit. Um, uh, Frio and the Western Bulldogs. Can the Western Bulldogs do any damage in finals or are they just lucky to be there? Uh, no, I, I, look, they are lucky to be there, but, jeez, uh, gee, Darcy looks a player, doesn't he? Mm. Can you imagine him in oh, three yeah. or four years' time? Oh, he's going to be able to play on him. He's going to be a um, star. But... but uh, <laughs> Oh, they've really got some. Uh, so him coming in, uh, and Bruce back has given him some. Has given Norton some help. Um, so uh, I think the, the Bulldogs could cause an upset here. The, 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 the worry for Frio is their lack of depth in their midfield. Mm. Um, been a hell of a lot placed on the shoulders of uh, Brayshaw and Tarong, uh in particular, and they've got Mundy and, and um, uh, Brody. Uh, they can fight back but gee the depth of midfield is, says the Bulldogs and they've got some more attacking options up in, up the forward line at the moment and the other thing is Frio uh, uh, haven't got the Matty I'm going to get uh, cut off by the ad break here my friend so I've got to yep. love you and leave you <laughs> okay Matty no worries thanks for that Matt Rendell deck maintenance isn't fun move the furniture and barbecue sand and prep paint seal or get a low maintenance Trex deck the only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.